Hello friends, welcome and welcome back to Embodied Living with Christy. This is a very impromptu episode. Um, this is going to be a very personal episode for me, very much um, <laughs> vulnerable. And so if you're not into that kind of thing, you can feel free to not listen to this episode. I feel like it's been a while since I've really done any type of episode where I'm just kind of talking about myself and my experience. So maybe I'm due, maybe I just need to have a release like this in some sort of way where I'm just talking things through, I'm sharing my feelings, I'm sharing my vulnerabilities. Um, I know that there are some of you who have reached out to me who have expressed gratitude and appreciation for me sharing my experiences and so that's what sort of helps me create the space to continue doing this and to continue sharing my personal things and this episode um might be emotional for me. I don't know yet. I feel like I'm already getting emotional, but it, as I said, it's it's going to be, I think, a, for, a little bit of a form of a release and, and kind of a therapy. And even just talking about things um, helps me to process my own stuff and to process my own healing and, and things like that. So sit back, relax, or skip this episode. It's completely up to you. This morning, I was thinking about the previous job that I had, where I was working at a hotel. I had started um, as a a front desk agent, and then I moved into laundry, which was originally the position I had applied for. Um, And I, I really got to thinking about just how much I couldn't handle a job like that. First of all, I hate talking on the phone. So to be a front desk agent at a hotel, that's not the best place for me to be. Second of all, I'm very much an introvert. I'm very uh, much, um, I wouldn't, I like when I was a kid, when I was younger, I would identify myself as shy, but I think that's only because that's how people identified me for me is that I was a shy kid, a quiet kid. But regardless, I am a a more quiet kind of introspective person. So to be in a position like that where I'm having to kind of play the extrovert all day long was very draining for me. It was was just very difficult. And so that led me to thinking about something I've thought a lot about in the past. And it's this, this... thing or idea and I don't know honestly maybe I'm one of the only ones who who thinks or perceives that society feels this way but that we we should all just be able to suck it up and and do the things right so I should have been able to just suck it up and and stay at that job even though it was draining me it was so stressful for me I could not handle the stress and I was so hard on myself for a long time and I felt like such, and this extends beyond that job because for my whole life, I just have never been able to get into the groove of having like a typical kind of nine to five job. It's never felt right to me. And 
I've always felt kind of like a baby because I couldn't just like make myself do a job like that. And that it's not so much anymore. I don't feel like that. I don't feel like, you know, I'm a wimp or I'm a baby because I just feel so out of place and like, well, everybody else goes off and goes to work and, and even though they're stressed out and they maybe feel even miserable within their lives, they still go to work and they still, you know, make their money and, and da, 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 da. And so, yes, I, I was very, very hard on myself. It took me a long time and a lot of inner work to get out of that narrative and to get out of that story Um, and more recently I've really been thinking about how our society really just places so much importance on like having that kind of lifestyle and we're not really taught or, or nurtured to, enjoy our lives and to allow ourselves to enjoy our lives. A lot of this for me has rooted back into my self-worth wound. And, you know, I just, even now, this is a layer of my self-worth wound that I do still struggle with. But going back to what I was mentioning is, is we're not we're not taught to allow ourselves to enjoy life. So I, the, the life that I am striving to create for myself and for my partner and my family is to be able to live a slow life of ease where we can actually be present with ourselves and we aren't stressing out about work tomorrow. We aren't stressing out about, um, you know, financially supporting ourselves because we are in this more organic and natural way of living where we are doing work that we enjoy. We're doing work that not only fills us up and fuels us, but then spills over to inspire and, and fuel other people as well. At least this is my dream. Um, and, and so this is what I'm working towards, but let me tell you guys, it is such a journey to get out of all of the loops and stories and narratives of a self-worth wound. Okay. Because first of all, when I was working, but I was so stressed out, I was so depressed. I, I literally, there was one day in 2019, I think it was where I was sitting on my couch, just thinking, my God, it would be such a relief just not to be alive anymore. And that's pretty extreme. Like, I feel like that's not (laughs) a, a normal thing. And that really triggered me into, or, or prompted me into really starting to change things for myself. That was really the beginning. I started seeing a counselor. And then later that year, I started diving into more of this type of inner work and self-healing. 
And so that was very much a, a kind of catalyst for me getting to where I am now. But even when I quit my job, you know, and, and even to this day, so I quit that hotel job in the fall of 2019. So now it's almost two years later and I still struggle with self-worth and with like reminding myself and, and knowing and really understanding that my self-worth is much more than just going to work to make the money to pay bills. Because how limiting is that? And it's just like tunnel vision, I feel like, with, with so much of our society is that, you know, people who don't have kind of the typical nine to five job, they're viewed at oftentimes as lazy or as useless or, you know, we put these labels and these expectations and, and we project so much of our conditioning and our programming onto, you know, people who are straying away from kind of the norm of the way that people have just accepted their lives to be for so, so, so long. And so for me to get out of that has been so hard and I'm still working on the self-worth part of this because, you know, I, I oftentimes, not as often anymore, but sometimes I feel worthless because I'm working from home, but my business isn't where I want it to be yet. And so I have a lot of free time where I then put those labels and identities on myself of I'm lazy, I'm useless, I'm not contributing anything, when actually I know that's not true. <clears throat> the only thing that I'm not contributing is in a financial aspect to the upkeep and the running of this household. I do almost everything else. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, it, it it's been a wild ride because the, the, the voices of those, those wounds, so the voice of that self-worth wound comes in fast and furious some days where I have gotten into a space now, which I got into this space, but I'm more aware of it now, where I wouldn't allow myself to rest like the house had to be spick and span supper had to be on the table when my partner, you know, gets home from work basically. And, and these aren't any pressures or anything that he has put on me. Again, this all stems back to this self-worth wound of, well, I'm not contributing financially. So I need to make sure everything else is in order because that's, that's where my job is right now. Um, <laughs> and so it turns around and around and around in my head, um, you know, where I've gotten to this point where I've created these patterns for myself of having a hard time resting because I feel so guilty that I'm at home working and getting to kind of enjoy life in a bit of a slower 
more organic pace than my partner is who goes to work to a job every day that he doesn't really necessarily love, right? It's not fulfilling for him. So these feelings of guilt pop up a lot for me. And it's, it's really hard to, to deal with. And it's really hard to sit with those emotions because I, I don't know about you guys, but I really struggle with the emotion of guilt. Um, I haven't explored too, too much into it, but I think this goes for a lot of people, right? You don't, you don't ever want to feel guilty about something. And I feel like it's maybe even harder when you're your guilt is coming from within, right? If somebody else is, is trying to guilt trip you, then you can kind of like stick up for yourself in a way. And, and you can deal with that and kind of work with that a little bit more. But when it's yourself, that's guilting yourself, you really have to sit with that and you have to be able to regulate those emotions and you have to be able to be aware of all of that in order for it to just continue moving right through you and out of you to release that, right? And so this is where I've kind of been at. Um, There have been a lot of instances that have been like a a sharp poke to that self-worth wound. And each one of those little pokes where my, that self-worth wound gets triggered, I've gotten better at recognizing when that happens so that I can sit with the emotions, sit with the stuff that's coming up to the surface and then move on from it. And each time that happens, it's releasing a layer, right? And it's, it's, it's leveling up. So for example, this might look like my partner making a passing comment or a joke about something right in this house or this household that pokes that self-worth wound. And if I can stay aware in the moment, instead of just go into like reaction mode where I'm upset or that I'm getting really emotional and I'm kind of shutting down a little bit, that's something that I have a pattern of is, you know, getting pissed off or getting upset or sad. And then I just kind of shut down. I'm not really great at communicating my emotions. Um, you know, instead of going into that reaction mode, I can stay aware. I can say, okay, this is my self-worth wound talking. This is, it's flaring up right now. And I can just sit with that. And then when I sit with that and just having that awareness, it's that level up, right? It's that release of another layer. And this takes time excuse me, this takes time and it takes patience because I'm almost two years into this kind of healing journey for myself. And it does get frustrating because it's like, oh my God, how much more work could I possibly have to do on this? (laughs) And, and it, it, yeah, it really does get frustrating. Um, But even with that, I've learned to kind of just become more patient and the reactions get kind of lesser and lesser where 
I'm more quickly able to be aware of, okay, this is a wound that's being triggered or being poked. And that's why I'm feeling this way. That's why I'm kind of reacting this way. And then the more you practice that, the, the quicker you're able to, um, step into that awareness. And then the quicker you're able to just regulate that and release it. So anyway, uh, this is where I've been at recently. It's something that I've been working on for myself and just, you know, giving myself the, the space and the patience and the knowledge to know that it's okay to be different and not everyone can do everything, right? Because everyone is different. Not everyone is is fit to be a front desk agent at a hotel. Not everyone is fit to fit into that mold of what society has been for so long. So this has been hard to sit with for myself because I I really feel that I'm a part of this like sort of not group of people, but I guess that's how you might put it who are here to kind of break that mold and to step out of the the normal ways that society has been functioning in order to show others that it is possible to live a different way. And, and that's very difficult because pretty much everyone around me, I'm sure, looks at me as though maybe not necessarily that I'm like lesser or that I'm a bad person or, or anything like that, but just in that different way. And as, as we know, sometimes people who are different or who choose to live in a different way really can feel very alone. And others do place labels on them that are not always very kind. And so that's where I feel like I'm at is that a lot of people, most people probably in my life and in my kind of world really don't understand me. And this is something that I've had to learn how to live with because even when I was younger and I was really struggling and going through depression, even at that time, I didn't have anyone who understood me. So I'm on kind of the other side of the coin now where I'm not dealing with depression anymore, but now I'm so deep into trying to create a life that is just so different than what anyone is used to and and breaking out of patterns of my lineage and, and, and all of that. And, and just it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with sometimes. So maybe today, <laughs> these are just my, I, I'm just kind of overflowing because it has been so much to deal with. And I don't really have anyone to talk about these things with. So I guess I'm here talking with you guys about them. So maybe this will resonate with you because maybe you're going through something similar or maybe you feel different Maybe you feel like a black sheep. Maybe you feel like you're kind of outside looking in. And I know how tough of a place that can be. And I know how isolating it can feel. So you guys have heard me talk a lot as well about how I don't ever want to make you feel like you 
have to, you know, find a community to be part of, or that you have to have someone to mentor you or to guide you through your own healing journey or whatever kind of path you're on. And you don't, you don't need to do those things. Um, but here's the thing when you feel isolated or when you feel alone, it can really help to reach out and find a community or to reach out and even just connect with individuals who you just feel that connection to or who you kind of feel that pull to. So as I always say, you can go it alone, but you don't have to. And I feel like I, I've been a loner for a long time now And I haven't always felt, you know, even in my area where I live, if there's like a a women's circle one night or there's a full moon ritual or something, I, I don't feel pulled or guided to events or to things like that. But I do feel that I'm kind of slowly coming into a space where I am a little bit more open to connecting with people. Um, I, I feel comfortable in doing that. I don't feel like I will lose myself. Like I, I I have done in the past where I'm, I'm just kind of betraying my own self and my own trust and my own, um, I am foregoing my own intuition and my own inner guidance system um, to follow what somebody else is saying or to, to, you know, that whole kind of thing. So yeah, that's where I am. That's how I'm feeling. That's what's up with me. And maybe this is a little update. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I hope you guys have been enjoying these episodes. I know I've just kind of been pumping them out like crazy. I know I'm not consistent with when I release episodes and that's because I really just go with the flow of when I'm feeling inspired to talk about something or a day like today where there's things that are just kind of percolating and and stirring within me that I want to share and that I want to talk about. So bear with me. I know it's, it's a little bit maybe unorthodox for, for, a podcaster to just release episodes willy nilly. But if you're here and you're listening, I thank you. I appreciate you so, so much. Keep on keeping on wherever you are in your journey, whatever you're going through, if you're working on healing yourself, if you're diving into your wounds, if you're feeling alone or isolated, reach out if you want to. Um, and, and yeah, just so much gratitude to you. I am going to leave it at that and I love you so, so much. Just know that. I hope you can feel that and I'll see you next time. 